What is up, folks? Coach B coming at you with today's truck dock deep dive. And uh, we're a day late because, well, I have an actual business to run and a, a family to take care of. And I just ran out of time the past couple of days to get this done. So I'm actually recording this in my truck as I'm driving to work today. Um, so, truck talk deep dive. We're talking about that quote from John Wayne. It says, courage is being scared as hell and saddling up anyway. And I think, I think the, the actual quote is being scared out of your mind or something like that. It's, 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 uh, I believe it's from True Grit. Um, you know, and, and it's something that I think he probably lived his life by. I mean, this was like, this was a guy who was renowned for being just that rough and tumble, just courageous guy. Um, but it, 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 it's applied across the board for everybody. If you want to achieve anything in life, you have to have courage. You can't be afraid so much so that it paralyzes you. Now, notice that I didn't say you can't be afraid, like, and then stop the sentence. Because you know what? There's stuff in real life that you that is going to scare you, and it should scare you. Taking risks should scare you. Doing big things should scare you because it's outside of the comfort zone. It's outside of the norm. It's outside of where you know you have absolute control. Stepping outside of where you know you have absolute control is where you grow. It's where you get better. It's where you achieve the things that you didn't think that you could achieve, but you you tried anyway, and then you do something you didn't think you could do, and now you're a little more courageous. Not that you're fearless but you're courageous because there's certain things you do them over and over and over again and you still get a little scared every time you do them you talk to some of the best like guys that are like bmxers and snowboarders and 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 extreme skiers in fact there if you go to the spartan up podcast the very first podcast the spartan up podcast did this year was uh with a woman who is kind of the the world's foremost expert on fear and how to control fear and how to harness fear and she talks before she got into this field she was the world's greatest female like open mountain skier right so she if you watch like the Warren Miller films or anytime you watch like a professional skiing film or snowboarding film this was the woman going off the big jumps like they she would drop in on a helicopter onto a fresh new mountain and then all of a sudden you come to the to, to the edge and it looks like she's gonna stop. Nope, she doesn't stop. She just takes the takes the cliff, checks her jump, checks her landing, and goes. Like this is a woman who, as a big mountain skier, was renowned. I mean, she wasn't she wasn't good for a woman. She was good, period. There were dudes that would not ski with her because she just did it. And she talked about it wasn't that she was fearless every time. It's that she was scared and she went anyway. Now she talks about how when she was doing it as a competitive skier, she didn't really do it in a healthy way. She just kind of stuffed it down and, 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 and dealt with it. And now she's learned how to harness fear and appreciate fear and acknowledge fear in a healthy way so that it helps her. But most of us, when we get scared and we just we go and do something, we're just stuffing it down. We're telling fear to shut up, take a back seat. And that's why this whole mentality of no fear 
came about, right? I mean, any of us who grew up in the 90s, we know that logo of the scowling eyes that said, no fear, right? But that's not, the, that, that, that's false. That, that's not real. There's no such thing as no fear. There is a real thing called fear and it affects us in real life, in real ways, every single day, right? I mean, if you're a parent, you have kind of this permanent fear always embedded in your mind that something might happen to your kids. Like, it's just ever-present, like, constant, like, sending of good thoughts and prayers and all that other stuff over your kids that nothing bad ever happens to them. It's a constant fear as a parent, at least it is for me, right? And... I have to recognize that. I have to, I don't have to just stuff it down. That doesn't help anybody. I have to recognize that fear and say, okay, that is a possible outcome of the day. Is it likely? No, but it's possible. It's possible that it could happen. But courage says that they need to learn and they need to to grow and they need to understand that the world is dangerous, but it's mostly an okay place to be. and they have an opportunity to make it better and make it safer and, and make it less dangerous. And so the courage as a parent is to, to not just push those kids out into the world, but push them out into the world with goodness and kindness and love so that we're building those things into our society moving forward, right? We're, we're trying to build them with good things, work ethic and, 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 and the desire to want to be better than they are now. The desire to want to be better than we are now. Like, we have to have courage as parents to do that. Because if we didn't have courage, our kids would stay at home with us all day long. And we wouldn't go to work, and they wouldn't go to school, and we'd just stay home together all the time. Because I, I don't want my kids to go to school. I want to be able to watch them all day, every day. That's just how it is. But we take hold of courage every day as parents and send them out into the world. It happens. And if you're not a parent, if you're just somebody who works, like every day you get up and you get in your car, you go to work, you're taking hold of courage. Why? Because you get in your car and there's a chance that you're gonna get hit by somebody who's not paying attention. That, that's just the truth. I learned, I learned to ride a motorcycle uh, years back. And when I took my motorcycle class, it was great because I got taught by by uh, uh, state troopers who were, you know, motorcycle cops for, for the Colorado State Patrol. And their whole thing was, here's the deal. We're not here to prepare you for if you drop your motorcycle. We're here to prepare you for when you drop your motorcycle. It will happen eventually, inevitably. Something will happen and it'll make you drop your motorcycle, whether it's you catch the sand wrong or you have to make a maneuver to avoid a crash and you lay your bike down um, or you get clipped by a driver not paying attention. Even if you're the most attentive motorcycle motorcycle rider on the face of the planet, eventually something is going to happen. Somebody's going to clip you. The road conditions are going to be bad. Something's going to happen. And it's your preparedness to deal with that that makes you a good or bad writer, right? It's the fear of knowing that I could get clipped by a dumb driver and yet I take courage and get on the motorcycle anyway 
because that's what I want to do with life. And I give you that example because now I understand that not everybody's a motorcycle rider. I get that. In fact, some of you are going to listen to this and go, well, that's just stupid. So why would you ride a motorcycle? Whatever. Keep your opinions yourself. I don't really care. I like riding motorcycles. I don't have one right now, but I will be getting another one. And I do enjoy riding. And yes, I will teach my kids to ride. I, it, it's just where I live. It's something I enjoy. And if they want to learn, I'm going to teach them. Okay? Now, that aside, I use that example as a very specific example to talk to you guys about fear and courage. Okay? Motorcycle riding is something that I want to do. It's not something I need to do. You need to eat food and drink water and have shelter. That's what you need to survive. You would like some companionship. You would like some recognition in life to know that you're a functional member of society and participating and having purpose. Okay, we would like to do that. There are things that we want to do. We want to travel to this, that, or the other country. We want to volunteer with this, that, or the other organization. We want to start a business. We want to ask that person out on a date. We want to insert the insert what it is. What do you want to do that you haven't done yet? What is it? Answer that question right now, out loud, listening to this podcast. What do you want to do in life? that you have not done yet because you're scared. You're scared to fail. You're scared that things won't go right. You're scared that things might blow up in your face. You're scared that they might say no. You're scared that they might say something back to you. Whatever it is, you're scared to do it. And so you won't do it. You have some reason that you're afraid. And that's a good thing. It's good to be afraid. Every time I got on my motorcycle, I harnessed my fear. I didn't push it down and take this no fear attitude because that's not a safe way to live. It's not a safe way to ride, okay? That's, that's why this analogy works so well, folks. It's not a safe way to ride to just stuff your fear down. You harness it and you use it to help you pay attention, okay? Same thing in life. It's good to be afraid. Harness it and let it make you pay attention. Because if you look at the animal world, when animals are afraid, what happens? All of a sudden, their ears perk up so that they can hear better. Their heads pop up, they're looking around, their vision is sharper, their hearing is clearer. They can smell things that they didn't smell before. Everything gets sharper when fear comes into play. Fear is that notification of, hey, something's not exactly right. This might be a little bit dangerous. We need to be on alert. The wrong thing to do is stuff that down and tell fear to shut up. That's not the right thing to do. That's how people get hurt. That's why people doing seemingly stupid stuff end up getting hurt. You go, oh, see, I told you, you should have... If they, if they had listened to their fear and paid attention to what was going on and harnessed it, they may have avoided an injury. They may have avoided something absolutely catastrophic. But because they didn't listen to their body and listen to their brain and listen to the things going on around them, something the, the, the thing that they were afraid would happen, happened. 
right? But if you listen to your fear, and listen to it meaning, let it make you aware of your surroundings. What is gonna go wrong that's gonna make this not successful? What's gonna, what's, what could possibly go wrong here in this moment that could make this person say no if I ask them on a date? Okay, now that I'm aware of those things, let's control what I can control. Let's not vomit all over them when I try to ask them out on a date. That, that would be a good thing, right? Okay, so we take control of that. Our fear says, hey, my stomach's a little upset here before I'm about to go over to talk to him. Okay, fear, well, stomach's upset. I'm gonna go over there and talk to him. So take a deep breath here for a minute. And then afterwards we can view, okay? We can deal with that after. But in the middle of this, I need you with me so that I can respond appropriately to whatever they say back, okay? And a lot of times it's we freak out when they say yes, right? I mean, that's just that's just how it goes. Hey, you want to do it? Yeah. Wait, what? Did you, what? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, did you get a little scared? And that's okay. It's a good thing. It means you're paying attention. Pay attention so that you can react appropriately, right? When you're out and about and you're driving around, be a little bit fearful so that you can pay attention to the other drivers. Let, let that take hold of you, right? So many of us become these like just zombie-like drivers when we're behind the wheel, we're just not even paying attention. We're just barely like we're stopping because we see brake lights and we're going because there's nobody in front of us. We're not actually paying attention to what's going on around us. And it's because we've taken that fear and stuffed it down and made this whole driving thing so normal. And it is normal. But there should be a little bit of fear associated with it every time you get behind the wheel. Why? Because every time you get behind the wheel, there's somebody stupid around you that's going to do something that's just not smart. And if you're not paying attention, they're going to do something not smart right in front of you. And they're going to cause a wreck right in front of you. Or they're going to wreck into you. But if you allow that fear to inform you of what's going on around you and let it sharpen your senses, it will help you through things, right? We're using driving here as an analogy, folks. It happens in real life. That thing that you want to go do, that person you want to go ask out, that business you want to start. How many of you guys out there want to lose weight, but you're afraid to fail at losing weight? Well, I did it this time. I did it this last time, you know. Two years ago, I went and got a gym membership and I went for like two weeks and then I stopped going. And if I do it again, if I go get another membership, I'm just gonna end up having to cancel it again because I'm gonna stop going and I just, uh, I wanna lose the weight, but I know that I won't actually do it. No, you're just giving in to fear. You're afraid to fail. That's okay. It's okay to be afraid to fail. What's not okay is allowing that fear to stop you from moving. Because if you're a deer out in the wilderness and the fear paralyzes you and you don't start moving, if you don't pop your head up and start looking around, if you don't tweak your ears out to start listening to what's going on, if you don't start smelling the air to see where the predator's at, you're done. 
You're dead. Same thing is true here, folks. How many times have you allowed fear to stop you from doing something and now you feel a little dead inside? Because it's not just been one instance. It's been instance after instance after instance. All because you didn't take hold of something that is innate in you and you just don't know it yet. Courage is innate in all of us and it's like a muscle. It's got to be used to be strengthened, to be more courageous. You have to continue doing things that scare you in spite of the fact that they scare you. If, if you continue to allow fear to paralyze you, it's like somebody who lays in bed all day long and doesn't do anything. Eventually, they get to a point where they're so weak they can't get out of bed. That's why so many of you guys feel dead. That's why you feel like I can't get anywhere. That's why you feel like I just I can't better myself. It's because the things that you're trying, A, you're not trying wholeheartedly, and B, you're not taking hold of courage, recognizing fear, and leveraging those two things to push you forward in spite of the fact that you're scared, in, in spite of the fact that it's not going perfect out of the gate. It's not going to go perfect out of the gate, folks. It's just not. That's a fact of life. But you've got to be willing to push forward anyway. Fear is a good thing. It alerts you to things that might possibly go wrong. It alerts you to things that are unnatural and unnormal in your environment. But that alertness can be leveraged if you take hold of courage and allow fear to inform your senses about what's going on. Courage can analyze those things into productive outcomes. But are you willing to do that? Are you willing to take hold of courage and do something that scares you? It's the only way to move forward in life. If you feel stuck, you need to go and do something that scares you a little bit. And you need to do it intentionally. And you need to do it intelligently. You need to do something that scares you. Something that's going to push you outside of your comfort bubble. Because although your comfort bubble is nice, it's comfortable. That's why it's a comfort bubble. Nothing good happens in your comfort bubble. It just doesn't. I shouldn't say nothing. One thing happens. You're comfortable. Right? You're quote-unquote risk-free. You're quote-unquote safe. There is nothing about life that was ever meant to be safe, folks. It just wasn't. Shelter is about the closest thing we have to real safety. And even that is flimsy at best. It takes one match to take down your shelter. It takes one bout of the flu to take you out and not be able to eat. Folks, if you don't learn to harness fear by using courage, you will be stuck where you're at for the rest of your life, wondering how come he could and how come she could, but I can't. You're afraid, and you're afraid to the point that you're letting it dictate your life. Take hold of courage. 
It's the best thing you can possibly do. Go out and do something that scares you. Do it with intelligence. Do it with fear informing you of what's the appropriate reaction to avoid this bad thing. What's the appropriate reaction to absorb this bad thing? It's the only way you're going to better yourself. Get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort bubble. Take courage and use it to analyze fear and go anyway. Courage is being scared out of your mind and saddling up anyway. The greatest people around us, the greatest men and women in the history of the world are men and women who were terrified but went anyway. They were fed up with the status quo. They decided they needed to do something about it. It scared the bejesus out of them. And they got up and they went anyway. It doesn't matter if it's weight loss. It doesn't matter if it's fitness. It doesn't matter if it's a relationship. It doesn't matter if it's a job. It doesn't matter if it's a business. It doesn't matter if it's some nonprofit cause that you want to start chasing. Whatever it is, it is going to take courage. It's going to take a decision that I am no longer going to stand for the status quo and I am going to chase what I know I can accomplish. And you've got to believe that in your heart. You've got to believe deep down that there is nothing that can stop you from doing whatever it is you're going to do. Folks, if you want real success in life, you've got to grab hold of courage. You've got to let fear inform your decisions and courage propel you forward through that fear. Because if not, you're going to live a life of fear. And you're going to wake up one day, you're going to be in your 50s, you're going to be in your 60s, and you're going to wonder what happened. And you're going to have a life full of, I wish I would have. I wish I would have saved up and taken that trip. I wish I would have asked that person out. I wish I would have pursued that promotion. I wish I would have started that business. I would rather live a life of I tried and failed than a life full of woulda, coulda, shoulda. Because a life full of I tried and failed means that you lived a life of courage. And a life of courage Folks, that'll give you purpose. That'll give you meaning. That'll give you a reason to wake up in the morning. But you gotta take courage. Life is scary. If you let it, it will paralyze you. But if you take courage, you can control the things you can control. And maybe make a difference in your life and someone else's. That's why I started this podcast. That's why I started my business. That's why I do what I do on a daily basis because I decided I wanted to live a life of, wow, I can't believe I did that, instead of a, wow, I wish I would have done that. Courage, folks. Saddle up and get stuff done. Have a great week.